Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Happy Friday, my fellow weirdos. This is Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. And before I get into my stories today, I just wanted to tell you that I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Please, if you haven't already, follow me on the social media platforms. Uh, my favorite at the moment is Instagram. My handle is Funny Jones, F-U-N-N-Y-J-O-N-E-S. It's actually Funny Jones for everything. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, etc., etc. But uh, yeah, if you haven't already, please follow me. That way you can sort of keep tabs on all of my sort of uh, funny adventures. I do stand-up comedy quite a bit, and I may be coming to do a show in your hood, so you probably want to you know, follow that as well. I appreciate you guys as my audience, uh, my fellow weirdos. Much love. Let's get into it. If you're like me, you want witchery and sorcery to be a real thing. I really, I think it's really cool. I would love to learn how to cast spells. I would love to have a spell cast on me, maybe to make me a little bit taller or something like that. Or richer, or maybe it could make me grow a beard at some point in my life, because I've tried and I fail at this. (laughs) Some people are duped by sorcery, though, because not all of it is authentic. I have a story about a poor woman. The police have arrested a sorcerer for selling incense to a woman for over $8,000. This poor woman thought the incense was some kind of special, you know, spellcasting-related paraphernalia, obviously. This incident took place in the United Arab Emirates. The Fujairah Court of Appeals has imposed a fine on a man who fraudulently took $8,000 from a woman for incense that he claimed would ward off evil spirits. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? It's just the incense that you, you just buy that shit on the street, you know, and like, hey, no, here, light this in your house. It'll uh, keep the, the devil away and gargoyles and, um, and Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you saw Bigfoot? You're afraid to see Bigfoot. Well, just carry around this incense. Just, just light it and stick it in your hat for a little while. By the way, that's $8,000, please. <laughs> this is how it went down. Apparently, the suspect, he made a phone call to a woman telling her that she and her family had been possessed. The woman believed him and asked him to exercise the spirits. The suspect sold her some incense whose worth was falsely put at $8,000 by him, disguised to help her out. It's so strange that this happened over the phone. I mean, how how persuasive is this sorcerer? <laughs> I, I was a bill collector for a little while. I couldn't get anybody to pay me 50 bucks. I thought that was hard. Just pay $50 of something you owe. Never mind. Hey, give me $8,000 for some incense. I'll come over there. You have evil spirits in your toilet, ma'am. I heard it. Go over there and flush it. Let me hear. Oh, yeah, definitely evil spirits in that toilet. I need to come over and exercise the demons for $100,000 if you don't mind. <laughs> I'm going to do some yoga moves. I'm sorry, spell casting moves. When she tried to contact him after the dealing, he refused to respond to her phone calls. The woman informed her husband about the matter, and the couple approached the police. The police launched a manhunt, and they arrested the sorcerer a few months later. After probing his phone, the police found the woman's phone number in his list of contacts. They asked her to lodge a complaint against the man in order to carry out the necessary procedure and prosecute him for his crime of being a fake Merlin. I don't know what the crime is for that. It's being, uh, it's fake witchery. <laughs> it's 
it's funny. <laughs> years and years, hundreds of years ago, people were saying, no, I'm not a witch, because they would hang you and burn you. Now people are saying, oh, yes, I am a witch, and uh, buy this incense for uh, $20,000. <laughs> so, oh, the poor woman, I feel bad. Well, guys, another weird story from Weird AF News. This is Jonesy, your host. Please favorite my station. Share these stories if you think your own listeners would like to, uh, you know, enjoy them as well and laugh at them. Also, call in. I'd love to hear from you. The world's oldest message in a bottle has been found by someone walking the beach in Australia. How cool is that? You bend over to pick up a bottle and there's like a note in there from ancient Egypt or something or maybe some uh, just some old poor soul that was trapped on an island about to die. Either way, it's really cool. <laughs> a gin bottle was thrown overboard from a German ship before ending up on a beach in Australia 132 years later. How cool. Message in a bottle. I love that song. The world's oldest message in a bottle has been found. Well, we can't say it's the oldest because we don't know. There could be older ones, but this is the oldest found one, right? It was found on a beach in Western Australia by a couple who thought it might look good on their bookshelf. Yeah, well, I like old bottles and old shit like that, too. I'd probably pick it up and be like, yeah, this looks like it would be good in my bathroom. Be like, oh, shit, what is this, an old message from a dead guy? Tanya Illman found the 132-year-old gin bottle in the dunes near Wedge Island. Her husband, Kim, Kim, her husband, Kim, that's a weird name. Is that what you guys do in Australia? You name men after women's names? He told the Guardian Australia that uh, his wife initially thought it was rubbish, but picked it up because it had a distinct raised lettering and would be at home on their bookshelf. <laughs> Inside, she found a roll of paper printed in German dated to June 12, 1886. The bottle had been thrown overboard from the German sailing ship Paula in 1886 as it crossed the Indian Ocean, about a thousand kilometers from the Australian coast. At the time, German ships were conducting a 69-year experiment that involved throwing thousands of bottles into the sea to track the ocean currents. That was like old-timey technology. <laughs> each, each message was marked with the ship's coordinates, the date, and the name of the ship, which Anderson used to verify the message. Anderson is a historian in Australia. Details from the Illman's message matched the maritime records, and they compared handwriting samples with the captain's entries from that ship. Incredibly, there was an entry from June 12th, 1886, made by the captain, recording a drift bottle having been thrown overboard. Wow, they confirmed by experts. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> now, Kim said that after bringing it home, the damp and ancient paper was put in the oven for five minutes to dry it out. You crazy, you could have lit it on fire. Could have burned up that old message. He said, I've have, I have a basic understanding of German, and it said, could the finder please plot the coordinates? It was found, and the date it was found, and send it back? How do you send it back? <laughs> just, oh, yeah, sure. Let me just uh, write on it, and... Um, just throw it back in the ocean. I'm sure you'll get it. Of the thousands jettisoned 662 other messages from the same German experiment over those 70 years have been found and returned before the latest discovery. The most recent was found in 1934. Really cool, man. Dude, I love like old shit like that. Pirates. I want to discover like a pirate skull under a rock at the beach. I don't know. I like cool stuff like that. Let's go on a treasure hunt. I love the, mo the movie Goonies. Let's make it happen, guys. My fellow weirdos. Well, let's put together a Kickstarter to raise some traveling funds for Jonesy and his band of merry men and women to go on a search for a buried treasure. What do you guys say, huh? Come on, call in. Tell me if you're on board. Anybody know how to create a cool Kickstarter? I need something like that. Coca-Cola is about to launch its first alcoholic drink in Japan. 
Yes, one of the world's most famous soft drink companies is diving into another arena with plans to launch its first alcoholic beverage. I'm surprised they haven't launched an alcoholic beverage. I mean, you hear rumors about how the first versions of Coca-Cola had cocaine in it. Why not go alcohol? I mean, it's a good idea. Coca-Cola is creating a low-budget canned drink to be launched in Japan, where currently an alcohol soft drink is very popular. They, they call them Alka-Pops. <laughs> this one's called Chuhi or Chuhai, and it's thriving. It's made by mixing carbonated water with Japanese liquor, adding flavoring like kiwi, lime, or lemon, or raspberry. Now, the president of Coca-Cola Japan said the company's trying to push the boundary in new ways. He said, we haven't experimented in the low alcohol category before, but it's an example of how we continue to explore opportunities outside our core areas. As for bringing the concept to the United States or other places around the world, he said it is not likely, at least not yet. And that is because my guess is the alcohol content is too low for Americans <laughs> or people elsewhere. Certainly Europeans and Canadians who drink like fish. But uh, yeah, because Japanese people get, let's get, let's, let's be real. Uh, they get drunk very easily, so you could put a low alcohol content and they'll be like, whoa, this is crazy. This is like, oh my God, I'm wasted. Meanwhile, it's like 0.0005% alcohol. That works in Japan. You're never going to get that to fly here in the U.S., although Zemo was pretty popular, but I think that's 5% alcohol, that malt liquor, 5%. That's probably average. Yeah. You can't push like a 2% alcohol here. We'll be like, I mean, you know, even kids will be like, this is weak shit. <laughs> I love it, though. Coca-Cola, bring in some liquor. I, I want more flavored liquors, all right? Does that make me a pussy? I, I'm sorry if it does. But, uh, like, I like, sometimes I like a fruity alcohol, all right? Now, also, I love my favorite beverages, you know, whiskey, of course. Guinness, or a dark, you know, uh, what do they call those? A stout, as far as beer goes. So I do drink like a man, but there are some times when I just want to drink, you know, like a teenager. I want something, no, I want something fruity. And so maybe um, maybe I should go to Japan and try this Coca-Cola beverage. Maybe get, get involved in the Alka-Pop industry. What do you guys think? <laughs> you want some Alka-Pop with me? Hey, Jonesy, Weird AF News. Hope you're having a wonderful Friday and a great weekend. Much love.